temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three... Two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. All right, welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. This is PGP, the show about the show, and we are always easily found on iTunes, so simply search CBS Sports Permission Granted Podcast or DA Permission Granted Podcast or PGP, and you should find us and subscribe for free, or you could always uh, simply find us by the normal DA show feed on iTunes. We also tweet this out. And posted on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash The DA Show. This week is earmarked by Game 1 and Game 2 of the World Series. And, of course, the Houston Astros defeat Mraz's New York Yankees in seven games. And I, I would say that over the last couple of weeks, one of the most memorable ongoing storylines of the show's history has been your obnoxious, oinkish, piggish, arrogant behavior and uh i would have to say that it was a dark chapter in our show's history for you because i think it made it made you look really bad yeah i don't necessarily buy that and i don't get where becoming a fan or being a fan of a team suddenly makes you a bad guy i was doing nothing but what any fan should want i wanted championships i demanded more from my manager i i wanted my team to succeed in the playoffs every fan should do that I don't. All these people coming at me because I got a lot of hatred about this over the weekend on Twitter. Let me say something. Do you sit there and watch your games and you don't get? You just sit there and go, "Oh, I'm just happy to be here." Are you kidding me? Come on! In the moment, you want to win games. Well, there were two things that rubbed people the wrong way. Number one, you guaranteed a win. Okay. Yeah, I felt confident. Oh, oh, I'm sorry for feeling confident in my team. Well, why can't you say I feel confident? But you know what? The Astros are a good team. I never said the Astros weren't a good team. You said. The Astros have won the last game. You were laughing in their face. Yeah, I felt you that. You said that you know you were you were scoffing at Charlie Morton, saying that was like your uncle Rufus up there. Still stinks. So you had no respect for the opponent, and if you would just give it a little bit of respect, then people I think would accept you being a big fan. But well, you give no respect. You just spit at the opponent, and then it came back to bite you because they beat you. I thought for sure the Yankees were losing Game 5 to the Indians. I thought for sure the whole, even coming back down 2-0 or even going into that series, they were going to lose to the Indians and it was all gravy. And I was frustrated by the Girardi thing. So I gave the Indians credit, never thought the Yankees were winning. Once they beat the Astros and I saw them come back from 2-0 and I see them down 2-0 to the, 2-0 to the Astros and saw those two pitchers out, of course I'm going to be confident and guaranteed because that's what I just saw happen. Why wouldn't I feel that way? But so you don't. That, no, it's not any of that. It stems from people don't like the Yankees and Yankee fans, and I got painted to be the enemy there because I grew up a Yankee fan. I shouldn't be punished for that. Well, that's that's part of it. I think the Yankees are looked at as an entitled, uh, arrogant fan base because you guys have won so much. But 
even if you were a Diamondbacks fan, if you had just gone into the the series against the Dodgers and said, it's over, Dodgers won their final game of the season, who's on the hill, Rich, whoever, that's like my Uncle Rufus, Mm -hmm. if you gave them no credit whatsoever and guaranteed a win and said, I'm already taken off for the parade, no matter who you were as a fan, you gave no respect to the opponent, and people hate that. Uh, I give respect to Verlander and Keuchel. I didn't respect the Astros after that. No, I still don't respect them. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I never will. I don't like that team. I think I've been painting in an unfair corner because I represent. It's so stupid. Though, but I represent the everyday fan, DA. I'm a fan of my team. Well, clearly not, considering you got all this hatred on Twitter. Yeah, because these are the same bozos that are, and you keep bringing up the Brewers. I've gotten a lot of those fans, Diamondback fans, uh, even Red Sox fans have the goal to come at me because I've read a lot of this here online. I'm getting a lot of the hatred. And they would all be confident in their team. They just don't have a microphone in front of them to say it. Do you think that they would guarantee the victory and and just? I bet you plenty of Red Sox fans that came at me that guaranteed wins over the Astros. Would they just spit all over the opposing team? Would they? Yeah, because it's part of the fun of being a fan. You don't you don't respect that team. You're that's your team. You want your team to kick their ass. That's what I thought. I thought my team was going to kick their ass down 2-0. And I'm proud of thinking. I'm proud of supporting my team and thinking they didn't. So now I have to sit back there, eat crow, and go, okay, you know what? Enjoy it, Houston. Yeah, but the problem and we're going to be back. You don't eat crow. You never eat crow. You just keep defying whatever criticisms you get and saying you were right the whole time. I still believe that the Yankees are going to have a great next decade. What do and you so mean? That, that's so that, not eating crow? And so that's the second part. No, because you didn't congratulate the Astros. What are you going to do? Throw them bouquets? They no, got enough congratulations. No, you said they got lucky. They don't need me saying. They know how they got there. They don't need me saying they got there on a different route. So Who cares just, what I say? So you have a terrible attitude. And then the moment that you lose, uh-huh. like uh-huh. Uh, a sore loser in the playground taking his ball and going home and says, fine, well, now you guys are not allowed to play with me anymore, uh-huh. saying, uh, it was all gravy anyway. I don't even really care, and we're going to win the next five championships. That was my. That's how what I believe. I do believe that no matter what, this Yankee season was gravy, and I felt that way after they won the one game playoff. I absolutely felt that way. Did I feel that way up three two as we headed to Friday night? No, I wanted to go to the World Series. But all it took was me a half an hour to decompress after that ass kicking the Astros gave the Yankees to go. You know what? This was a great season. And they are going to be back for the next 10 years, so you let the Astros have their one year. Yeah, man, I don't think there's nothing, anything wrong with that attitude. Yeah, you'll be lucky to win. You'll be lucky to win two titles in the next 10 years. So you guarantee me one? No. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, the stars have to align for everything. And you just take it for granted. You just think, and this is the part that people hate about Yankee fans, there's nobody right now in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. that was like, we're going to win five titles in the next 10 years when they had that great young nucleus coming up. Nobody in Kansas City, when they had that great young core, went to back-to-back World Series, says, we're going to win five titles. But right. you as a Yankee fan feel that you are, it's guaranteed you're going to win five titles. That's the arrogance that people hate. Yeah, well, if I was if I was a Pirate fan, I probably wouldn't feel that way. A, I've already seen my team do that in my life with a young core. B, I know my team is the resources in a non-salary cap league to ensure that if things go south with some of these guys, we're going to supplement them with the right bodies. Yeah, but... So I should, uh, you know what? I should be punished because I grew up a Yankee. I didn't choose to be a Yankee fan. I was born into it. But you can choose to be a decent fan to other people. You you can choose to be respectful to other people. Listen, if I walk out the door right now and I got a pirate, a Blue Jay, and uh, let's say a Philly fan standing behind me, I'm going to hold the door for all three of them. I'm going to say, thank you. Have a nice day. (laughs) That makes me a nice guy. But if we're in a baseball stadium and my team's in a 1-1 game, their team sucks. My team's the best. I think you can still be a great guy And when you lose, you will not say, hey, man, good game. Of course not. Well, how could you? I sat in Central Park after the Giants lost to the Packers with Birdseed covering me in a Speedo. That's not saying good game. 
you had That's to be saying, good game. forced into that. You wanted to get out of that every chance you could get. Of course I did. It was going to be freezing, and my nipples were going to get hard and freeze off. So you're just, you're really bad at self-responsibility. You're very bad at self I would say I'm bad at any responsibility. <laughs> we're going to be honest. Forget self-responsibility. It was a bad, it was a really bad look for you, but. But at um, least I have the courage to go out there on a limb and say, my team's on a roll. We're going to beat your team that won 100 games. I got cojones. I don't sit there and pit a patter. I don't go, well, you know what? The Astros were a good team. The Yankees are. No, I'm going to put uh, on my scrotum, we'll call it on the table, nice. and I'm going to say stuff. And I got no issue doing that. And to be honest, I think it's good good for the show. Yeah, the the problem also is that you rip arrogant athletes all the time. Uh-huh. You rip arrogant coaches all the time. And that's exactly who you are. Well, and I, if I saw me from afar, I'd probably rip me as well. Sorry. But I don't see myself from afar. I live with me. Number two. So through all of this, we had the ongoing Piggy Doodle Dandy musical montage. Which I give you credit. It was very funny. After every win or every loss, we took all of your guarantees from the previous day, mixed it with highlights, and then played Yankee Doodle Dandy under it. By the end, uh, we all just didn't want any more Yankee Doodle Dandies. And then uh, and then obviously the Astros won, so we put it the same montage but to the, the Houston song. Houston. Uh-huh. Which I had to get into an email from you to put that in. That was nice. Yeah, you had to put in the song. I had to put in my own mocking stuff in the system. Yes, but watching Bilotti dance to that, the body Bilotti, watching him dance, do the batusi, watching him do the the swimming motion, watching him swing side to side as we play it, and, you know, it's obviously on WatchDA.com. God, that was one of the highlights that we've had since we've done the new shift. That was the happiest I've seen Pete Bilotti in about seven years. He is so happy. That so you guys happy. lost. He, he hates the, the Yankees. He, he hates me too. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to shove it in your ass so bad. He had and he, Pete and we give his Twitter handle often when he's on uh, side B of the uh, the PGP CBS PDB. Rarely <laughs> tweets a lot. No. That night in Game Seven, he had quite a few things to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. Bad. I think he threw out the pig is dead. You know. Yankees this, Yankees that. He was sitting there. He was simmering. He was angry. Pig was going to get slaughtered. Pig was going to get slaughtered. Then he wasn't happy with me because that night, uh, as the Yankees are getting their ass kicked, almost as like I'm getting Twitter hate, I'm I'm almost acting as if I'm not paying attention to the Yankees given Penn State takes, and that really pissed off Pete. He was ticked. He not wanted, happy. He wanted you to take your medicine, man. Yeah. yeah. The moment I came in here, it goes... Don't tell me you were watching Penn State while the Yankees are getting their ass kicked. What was with that on Twitter? Freaking out at me. I'm like, all right, you can settle down with your anger. So when he's dancing like that, that is serious dance. Like, he is happy. Yeah. Dancing on my grave. Which I think we need to keep playing that song because every time we play it, he dances. Ugh. And he looks so joyous. Yeah, he looks joyous. But I would also say that's not the kind of guy that's going to pick up girls at a club dancing like that, huh? He's got a girlfriend. What does he care? It's a good point. But he's got no moves. Doesn't he's like a Lane Bennis in Seinfeld. It doesn't matter anymore. Your moves are a little rough, too, on the other side. They were a little rough, yeah. I mean... We're dancing to a folk song, a country song about Houston. So I didn't know how my I, my line dancing's no good. <laughs> that was really great. You have to go back and watch that on uh, YouTube because uh, Pete's dancing is just the best. And he's shoving it in your face. He's pointing in your face. Okay. Well, you know what? Piggy Doodle Danny's going to have his day, and it might be next October. So I hope Pete's around to see it. Good. We'll have a l- have a long year to enjoy uh, <laughs> enjoy it. Also. Pens, uh, the famously known as the color commentator on our uh, broadcast, our uh, call of your flag football games. Up, on Facebook. By the way, up for a nomination for the LIFFL's Hall of Fame class this year 
after only one game. Pens is. Pens. He's in the broadcaster's wing. Oh, uh, he's nominated for the Ford Frick Award. He's, he's got it nominated there. They have you know the big restaurant Hall of Fame induction, and uh, he's he's one of the semifinalists. So he did your uh, your his picks. You did his picks rather for his little picks league, and uh, he sent you. Well, don't don't patronize him or poo poo him. You know what you just did there. His quote little picks league. Have some respect for the damn thing. All right, they put some effort into it. Coming from you, and it's like four of them. Yeah, you're calling a little picks league. It's nice that they got it going. I got a good picks pool. Was it a picks league? Is a big picks league? No, it's just it's a it's a fun pick'em league. I would call it fun. Calling it little means it's, you know, peon. It's not worth your time. It's literally little. It's four people. But you know what? I like what they do. They're creative. How about their creative picks league? Okay, they're creative. Their little picks league. Their creative personal picks league. Some friend you are. I don't think you like that he's going to the Hall of Fame and you're not. Doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> I want the Ford Frick Award. So, um... So he does that, and then you do the picks for him, and then he sends you deep dish pizzas, and you still haven't eaten them. He texted me the other day. He's like, when is Mraz finally going to eat them? I need the breakdown. So people are waiting for you to eat this. He is specifically. I don't know if anybody else is. When are you going to eat this? I finally took one out this morning as I was leaving to thaw because my wife and I set up like a menu for the week. Okay. And to be fair, if it wasn't for Olive Garden tonight, probably would have stayed home and had the deep dish. It it appears it will be eaten tomorrow at the latest Thursday because now it has to be eaten because it's been taken out of the freezer. And you're going to go Olive Garden for Papa Moraz's birthday into a deep dish the next day. That's a lot of Italiano. We're not uh, we're not counting the calories this week. Let's just, <laughs> let's just say that's that's the way it is. So one last note on this: Did you see that there is a mothership beer? No. Okay. Our listeners, a couple of our listeners, have tweeted this at me. There is a Tall boy can of beer brewed by Collective Arts Brewing, which I think is like um, CAB, like a, a really small. Yeah, it's a re, everybody's heard of CAB. It's a really small like craft beer company um, called Collective Arts Brewing out of Ontario in Canada, and there is a beer called Radio the Mothership. It's called Radio the Mothership. Yeah. So oh, I'm like, how long has it been around? I I'm like, I need to try this. Uh, it looks like maybe since March. So it's not even old. No. So here's a couple of. I'm on beeradvocate.com. Pours with a slight haze, lighter amber, minor head, moderate lace left behind. Tea, limes, grapefruit on the nose. Brightful, brightly flavorful. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, it's rated, uh, oh, it's, oh, alcohol by volume, 8.5%. Whoa. So it's like. It's a doozy. Yeah. And it, it it's rated almost a four out of five, 3.95. Looks like people generally like it. Pours out slightly hazy yellow color, color, thin white head on top. So this is what like real beer aficionados like. Um, now, I don't know if this is inspired by us but it's hard for me to believe that it's not because we yeah. are on in Ontario we were on the overnights in Toronto we have two or three radio affiliates of our current time slot and our evening time slot in Ontario around mm-hmm. Toronto and if it was just called the mothership hey that could be anything because I got it as a reference to Parliament Funkadelic um, Dan Patrick and Keith Oldman used to call ESPN the, the major company, The Mothership, when they left, they would call uh, back on The Mothership, like when Dan Patrick left to do his own thing, open the same thing. So if it was that type of mothership, I mean, it could be any of these references. 
it could just be a reference to an alien. I mean, right. obviously, uh, it's a starship, spaceship reference. But when it's called Radio the Mothership, what else could it be referencing? Yeah, and you know, we do target demo every Friday. And when you did target demo on the overnight, we always had some some crazy stuff. I would imagine the people into brewing beer, the kind of people or people that come up with beer ideas are the kind of people that are up in the middle of the night that might have listened to the overnight days. I mean, sports and beer, a lot of sports fans. In Boston, I had a guy that uh, brewed a specific flavor beer for my show. But here's the problem. I'm with you. I actually think it is inspired by us because it's a little too too much to not be. Uh, But here, if nobody's reached out to you from this brewing company say, hey, we we brewed a beer inspired by you, then this is almost like the mannequin guy that makes the mannequin that looks like Elaine in Seinfeld. Like, where is the credit? We're just going to creepily do this? We need credit. Yeah, I wouldn't even say... Or even, not even credit, how about you just mail down a six-pack? Hey, can we get your address? We'd like to try something. Surprise us. Hey, man, like... Maybe, they're, maybe they think that we're going to want money from it? Yeah, like there's a licensing thing. Mm. But it would be weird... To have us inspire a beer and then not let us know, hey, man, you guys inspired this beer. We we love the show or whatever. It's just, it would be weird, but it's hard for me to imagine. I'm trying not to be egotistical here, but it's hard for me to imagine a beer called Radio the Mothership is not about us. Now, if we weren't on in Ontario, if we were a local market in, you know, let's say we were broadcasting out of Pennsylvania and this was a beer in Seattle, I'd be like, okay, it has nothing to do with us. Right. But being a nationally syndicated show on in the area where it's brewed, what are the odds that this is not? And it's Radio the Mothership Beer. I am totally with you. Now, I don't think uh, time will allow this anytime soon, but it'd be real interesting for you to almost like uh, the show Catfish, show up with the Nomad film crew (laughs) for a little brewery tour and ask to try that beer and try to get the story behind that without them knowing who you are. And then, you know, with a big reveal at the end, that That'd would be, be a great episode of Nomad. I mean, that would be the best. Like an, like an episode of Catfish, really. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, do you know who I am? You know, yeah. that would be perfect. Oh, man, they'd be running for the hills. A lot of clicks. That'd be like a Chris Hansen episode. <laughs> we got you. To catch a Prumeister. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> Running out the screen door. <laughs> Have a seat. Uh-huh. All right, uh, what do you got on side B? Uh, we got Pete the Body Balotti coming up. Oh, we'll get a little more into his dancing, his happiness. I'll let him gloat for a little bit. Plus, uh, I gave, I did him a big favor. I don't think I've given the appropriate thank you for going in to see his his uh, class. So You haven't gotten the thank you. I, I And we'll get into this side B. There was a lot of hurdles that went over, and I don't think I've been appropriately, you know, gratified of course yeah, so of course so we'll see you here on side b <laughs> all right that's side b right now welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it all right welcome into side b a pleasant side b on the permission granted podcast Sizmaraz, as you just heard me on side A of the PGP, as you can hear every single week on Play.it, iTunes, the whole dealio. I am the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B, and joined by CBS PDB, Pete Bellotti. Pete, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, what is this angst that I hear? Well, we'll get to the angst in a sec. First and foremost, I got to kill you for one thing, and DA just mentioned side A. Your dance moves have got to stop. With the with the Houston song, we get it. Okay, the Yankees lost. Well, you well. How many pre- times are you and DA going to go through? Your this? predictions have to stop too. You At least I make terrible them. Predi- you have terrible predictions. I have good predictions. I just make them very subtly, unlike you. 
he, I'm not afraid to put my my kidney stones on the table and yeah, make a few and then picks. run away from them after you're no, wrong. that's not true. Look at up the gut this year. We're doing up the gut on the show. You know my record is seven seven thirteen and one. Okay, I'm but I'm just gonna keep trotting them out there. Okay, and keep taking shots. All right. I thought the Yankees would win when they when they were down two zero because that's what they did to Cleveland. But I don't need you guys. I get it. You guys want to laugh at me, have fun. We didn't need two different days of but, dancing and you doing the fake swimming well, moves. It's a great song. It is a great song, but would you dance like that if that came on? It's a like visual a, effect. What if, like, your niece or nephew? You have one of, like, do you have a niece or nephew? No, but Bridget, <laughs> no, but Bridget does. Okay. I love that you had to think about that. Do I have a niece or nephew? <laughs> well, look, I, I, come, I have, I have my, my family Spanish, so you never know. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. If they had the communion party and that Houston song came on, are you dancing like that at the VFW hall? No, because I'm not on TV. Too. I'm not. It's not a showman. Like that's part so you, of show. Oh, so you were trying to put on a show for yeah. everybody that watched the A. Okay, yeah, that's right. I and, got a little obnoxious. I got to be honest. I got a little obnoxious. Well, you point in my face. Your, I wanted to get on your skin because you were being obnoxious toward us with your predictions and your grandiose uh, and just just grandiose? piggish atmosphere. It is a piggish atmosphere, and you got to be credited because DA even said at the beginning of this PGP that that was um, a dark moment for me because listeners really started to hate me. But you were the one who really came with the pig. Like, you started finding the pig noises and everything. And that spiraled DA to come up with the piggy doodle dandy and everything like that. So this is kind of on you that I'm now getting this hate. Because you had to go look for pig squeals on the internet. Controversy creates cash. That's all That's all I say. Yeah, how come we ain't seen any of it? <laughs> 855-212. Okay, but now the other thing I wanted to get to. I, I just teased this with DA. Last week, we are now officially a week removed. You had me honorarily come in and speak to your class. Wait, say that again. Honorarily. Honorarily. <laughs> honorary. Honor. What's the word? I think it's uh, honorably. Honor. Yeah, honorably. You had me honorably come in and speak to your college class, which is frightening for me. Uh, forget you being a professor for a sec. Number one, for me. I graduated college, even though there's some questions around here, kind of like when a Cuban defector like El Duque comes over and you don't know exactly how old he is. <laughs> I know you're I know you're a professor, so yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I graduated 2010, so it is now 2017. I'm seven years removed from college, and to me, walking back into a college classroom is like, I hated college. I enjoyed like my radio classes and that stuff, but I didn't like writing papers. I didn't like... Shocker, doing the work. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I don't like it. I wasn't a fan of it. Once I was out of high school, I was done with school, but I, that's why it took me five and a half years to get a four year degree. Now, for any of those young guys listening, if you're a young listener in high school or college, this is where old Uncle Mraz is going to get on you here. You hear what I just said to you? I didn't like college, and that's why it took me five and a half years to graduate. Well, dummy, looking back, if I didn't like college, wouldn't I want to get it done as fast as possible and get it exactly. done in four years? Exactly. So do please, your work. do your work. If you don't like it, do your work. Don't listen to me because I'm a dope. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. I get off my... I should have said that to the class, by the way. You should have said that to the class. I should have said that to the class. So anyway, Pete brings me in to speak to the class. And now I'm thinking of things, damn it. (laughs) So I go. We uh, He does a little extra credit project that I'm kind of judging as they do radio shows. I thought, Pete, first and foremost, you as a professor, I was blown away at your assertiveness, the respect you garner in the classroom. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your uh, behind. You did a great job. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's something I'm really proud of. So for those of you that listen to the show and hear Pete every day, you, you might be... Maybe you're not. Maybe I'm just a jerk. You might be surprised at how well Pete runs a classroom. Well, yeah. I mean, I well, you really couldn't tell how, how I am in terms of running things in the role I'm in now. Right. Well, that's true. Because all know? we hear is you dancing and, and, and doing whatever. And, 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 and throwing in pig noises. You right. Know? You know, doing all the, all the hard work. Trashing Roy Rogers and I stuff like Roy, that. Not, not trashing Roy Rogers. Trashing the reason why they're not. Trashing the Northeast because well, they're not here. Okay. 
Well, Pete, this is where I rope you <clears> in. <throat> I, I blow smoke up you. Here yeah. we go. I don't think I was thanked well enough for what went down last what, what Tuesday. What you want me to do? Okay, let's let's set the scene here for a second. We just went through all my uh, what we say, grandosie. What? Would you say my grandiose? Stuff, my grandiose. <laughs> my grandiose surrounding. That's another. That's a reason why we shouldn't thank you. <laughs> surrounding the Yankees and my arrogance and stuff. You have me come speak, and you want me there at seven thirty Eastern. Okay. The Yankees are playing Game Four, of the ALCS, down two one at five o'clock that day. I was a man of my word, despite my Yankee fandom, and I right. said, "I told Pete I'm coming." The Yankees are on. I got to do what's right in life, and I got to go to the class. I, I can't skip that. it to watch the Yankees. Correct. Okay? I go there. I show up. I'm listening to uh, the Yankee on the radio. You have the game up in the projector. Great. Okay. I'm not missing a thing. We shut down the projector to grade this class, and I'm looking around, and I'm dying for scores. In the middle of, of us judging what uh, went down, the Yankees have the biggest rally of this postseason. And perhaps the biggest rally in Yankee baseball in October, and I know there's been a lot of big moments for them in the last 15, 20 years, could be the biggest inning of their life when they explode and come back to tie the series. Now, does it matter in the end because they lost the series? No. But I go through this. I find out in the middle of this, one of the kids, oh, the Yankees came back. I'm like, this is unbelievable. That kid was paying attention. That kid was paying attention, obviously. (laughs) And then, you know, the class ends. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for coming. And you you, you give me a quick thank you the next morning. I sacrificed the Yankees. What, then what, I sacrificed the biggest comeback in the world. Wait, Not only that, it took me almost two hours to get to St. John's, which is should be about a half an hour because traffic was a nightmare a minute, rush hour. Wait a minute. I don't think I was properly done. What, what do you want me to do? You want me to bow? Do you want me to, to give you a curtsy? Yeah. Do you want me to do you want me to tip my hat? Do you want me to give you cash? Do you, what do you want me to do? I'm not looking I, to get paid. First of all, it's not about getting first paid. Of all, first of all, I asked you before all this went down with the Yankees and that fluke run. I, I, fluke? Oh, I, now it's a fluke. I asked, okay. I asked you, should we move back the time? Can we adjust it? And you said, no, 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 no. Because and I'm then, a man of my word, Which Pete. was fine. And then we brought you there, and we gave you a thank you. We The class clapped, and we said thank you. Yeah, six of them clapped. They well, would have been nice if all of them clapped. I mean, well, six, I'm getting there. six of them. I'm getting there. They still got to, uh, you know, they're still working on it. I'll say that. But <laughs> Not they, a lot of people skills. Kids. They're great kids. Uh, but but they clapped. They enjoyed it. Every, when they when you left, they were giving you high praise. You know, I, and I thanked you. And I said and I said I didn't thank you by text because I was running back home to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I thanked you in the morning. What do you want me? What else I, do you I don't want know. Me to I, do? I think sometimes saying the word thank you isn't enough of a thank you. What a handshake? Uh you know, hug. I'll give you a hug. You want me to give no, me a hug? it's too late. I want a pity hug. <laughs> Some, something, you know, I I can't. Listen, I know you had to miss the Yankees to do this. No explanation of that. No I put nothing. on the screen. I, and I, and I, you shut it off on me because you're the great these freaking kids. I, and well, um, I'm sorry. I didn't want to cancel that. And here's the other thing, too. Before we get into the uh, – continue on this. Uh-huh. The class um, – it was a light turnout last week, uh, this, this past uh, uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And next week, I have Halloween. So I'm getting a couple of light turnouts, I think, coming so, up. But, okay, so if you have nobody showed up this week, the week after I was there, and nobody could show up for Halloween, do you think me speaking to the class have anything to do with it? Nope. They're just done with the class. No. Okay, good. I, I want to make sure that's not it. No, nothing, because they enjoyed it. They they want, they enjoyed you. They enjoyed DA. And I thanked you both the same way, and I I, I, I gave you both respect. Yeah, you need to work on your thank you skills for this. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just, you got you haven't given me an evidence. I just Give say, a hug. Hey, I, instead of the next morning going, uh, thanks a lot, the kids enjoyed it, how about... 
Hey, that was big of you. I know you had to give up the Yankees that rally. I can't believe you missed it. I'm sorry, but thank you. Are you kidding me? Give Give me a little break. Instead of 10 seconds, give me 35 seconds on a thank you. All right. All right. So next time when you have a have somebody come visit your class out there in uh, Radio Land. If you have someone visit your class, give them a 35-second hug. It's not, you know, just 35 seconds total. Well, I thought I was very, very gracious to you. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we'll ask those listening. You can tweet at Pete at CBS PDB, right? Yes. You can tweet at me at Mraz CBS. Who's right here? Am I right that I should be, you know, all things considered what I did there, the traffic, the Yankees, everything, I should get a little more of a thank you? Or is Pete right and I'm being a gluttonous pig again? You're being a pig, I think. I think it's more evidence of you being a pig. You know, I, I, <sighs> I even opened the door for you to push back the time or come later. And I actually was going to text you. I think I did text you and say, hey, I have the game on if you want to come down and watch the game before class. I was stuck in traffic. I couldn't. Well, you know what? That's your fault. All right. Well, uh, on that note, I don't think me and Pete are going to be talking for the next couple of days. Ridiculous. So, yeah, again, you can hey. follow him at CBS PDB, and I'll be squealing, squealing away at Mraz CBS. Uh, have a wonderful week, everybody. Point. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.